welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're one of the hundreds of thousands of women experiencing hair loss for any number of reasons, or if you're curious and want to check out what alternative hair is all about, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm Deborah. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, educator, and the co-creator of a -a one-of-a-kind, shame-free, stigma-free alternative hair boutique called Very Best Little Hair House, and that's where the magic happens. That's where I help women and men like you find the alternative hair that brings their inner beauty out. We take over where genetics or Mother Nature drop the ball and help you find and wear the alternative hair that makes you feel vibrant. I've made it my business to discover all there is to know about good wigs and toppers, and I love to talk about them. It's not just hair. It's so much more than that. This is about feeling complete, and if alternative hair is the way for you to do that, I got you covered. Yeah, it sucks when you see your scalp shining through your hair, but you know what? There is joy in finding the right alternative hair, trust me. It can be overwhelming at first. I mean, where do you start? Wig? Topper? Oh my God, will somebody know? What if my wig falls off? First of all, take a deep breath, I got you covered. This podcast addresses all things alternative hair. It's not always as easy as just finding a wig and putting it on, so I'm going to give you a tell-it-like-it-is viewpoint from what I see firsthand. I've been through it all. Stress, hair loss, alopecia, chemo. So I started my own journey about 20 years ago, and at that time I had nobody to talk to or get advice from, so I am here for you. And I can tell you this, even on my best natural hair day, I never looked or felt as confident as I do in my alternative hair. And now after five years of helping people in my shop get over that fear and get out there, I am bringing this to you to inspire, empower, and educate you. It's simple. When you look good, you feel even better. And if alternative hair is part of that confidence, who cares if you grew it or if you bought it? Forget your grandma's wig and prepare to look red carpet gorgeous. Time to end this shame and stigma. Life is too short not to love who you are, and I want you to get excited about the possibilities. So grab your headphones, feel the love I am sending your way, and let's do this. Hello, everybody, and you are listening to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. This is Deborah Heim. This week, we are going to cover which celebrities are open about their wig wear. Not all of them are open, and the reason is because there's still a stigma associated to wig wearing that I am trying so desperately to change. I decided when I opened my shop that I would go ahead and be an example of life in a wig and that life can be good in a wig. There are so many influencers, groups or whatever that stay in the misery of the hair loss. But I am here to tell you and show you that there is joy on the other side. Now, it wasn't always like that. I wasn't always open because I, too, was really worried that it looked like a wig and worried about what people would think. But the point is, I worked through it. And my goal is to help you do that, too. 
Now, this is easier said than done. I'm going to just be honest with you. It takes a real effort to start being aware of what you're thinking and what makes sense and what doesn't. For example, one of the things I come across with most often in my shop is people are concerned that someone will know they are wearing a wig. Now, does that make sense at all? No, it doesn't. But the reason that it is so stuck in our mind is because it is like an ingrained belief. If you think about it, there is still a stigma to wearing wigs, and that's why a lot of the celebrities aren't really forthcoming. Although I have seen a great number of them over the past few years, especially to be a little bit more open and honest. And we're going to talk about some of those great examples today. I have my suspicions of a lot of celebrities that are probably wearing wigs, but if they're not going to come out and say it, well, then I don't feel it's my job to do that for them, just like I wouldn't for clients in my shop. However, I try to get you to the point that you can tell somebody, yes, it's a wig, and it shouldn't be an issue at all. There is no reason to be ashamed of a wig unless you're wearing a really bad one. And even then, that's not really a reason to be ashamed because you can always do better. And by learning, you're going to learn what works for you and you move on and on. It is a process. I've said it many times before. When I first opened my shop, I thought I was doing pretty good. And now, five years of better and better wigs, when I look back on those pictures, I see how far I've come. I want to try and help you do that too. You have to start to be vigilant about what you're thinking, especially The self-talk that we tell ourselves, I know myself, I used to do it too. I would say things to myself that I would never say out loud to another human being at all. That is one thing. Watch how you're talking to yourself. And when a fear comes up, maybe it's a fear of leaving the house in your wig or fear that it doesn't look good, you need to stop and take a look at that. Because if we can reframe these beliefs, it will help you to achieve not just success in alternative hair, but just joy throughout your life. And we are all here to experience joy. And there's so much misery around. It's almost like misery is addictive. I'm sure we all know somebody that just likes to complain. And sometimes that kind of complaining can be a bonding thing. So when you start to work on yourself and start to improve, You may see that effect that you're getting more positive and other people aren't, or you're wearing better wigs and doing well at it and other people aren't, but that is just a sign of growth. Now, some of the things that also I would like to see changed in society is wigs being the butt of jokes or it being funny to rip someone's wig off their head. Like that is just absolutely unforgivable as far as I'm concerned. If somebody had a prosthetic leg, you wouldn't take that off and laugh at that. So I don't understand where that comes from. But hey, that's just one of the things that needs to be changed. But until that does, until there are people that are known for their bad wigs, we have a TV personality here that I've approached a number of times, but through someone else, of course. Again, 
fear keeps people from changing. Like if you get used to a wig and it's the way that you've looked all the time, you could possibly improve. But if you let the stigma stop you, you're not going to get too far. Also, the other thing that we need to change is we need to get hairdressers especially educated about wigs. Now, I have had cosmetology classes in my shop, and they come in, quite frankly, any of the hairstylists that come in are amazed, especially when they see some of the higher grade synthetics that I have. Because when someone calls me and they ask me if the wigs are real hair or not, I know right then I'm going to have a lot of teaching to do. Another thing that I did to help me reframe my mindset around wearing wigs is switching I have to wear a wig to I get to wear a wig. Because honestly, I look at it as a pleasure. The upside about alternative hair that very few people talk about, except a few of the celebrities that I will mention, is you can be red carpet gorgeous in three minutes. I mean, it's just that simple. So when you look that good, who cares if you grew it or bought it? And that is another thing that we need to reframe that belief, that something that makes us look better isn't really ours, because indeed it is. Same thing like with people wearing contact lenses to change their eye color. If it looks pretty, who cares? I remember very early on, I used to wear like those vivid blue lenses and people would compliment my eyes. And then the first thing they would ask is, well, are those contacts? And I'm like, yeah, but my eyes are still pretty. The same could be said about getting veneers on your teeth or getting Botox, although that's getting a little bit more chic to admit you've had done than wearing a wig, but still you get my point. I even hate to bring this up, but I am of an age where I actually remember back in the day there used to be a hair color company and their slogan would be, only her hairdresser knows for sure. Because back then, about 50 years ago, it used to be like a big secret if you bleached your hair. And now look at how open people are about hair colors. So people are dyeing their hair different colors every week and nobody has a problem with that. Yet with wigs, we still don't want to admit it. But I will tell you, every woman that does, that admits it, is going to do pave the way for any other people wearing wigs out there that might be afraid to venture into it because they're worried about what people would say or think. But we need to just make it a thing. Okay, so let's get to the rundown because there really are quite a few of celebrities that are open about wearing wigs. First of all, the Kardashian-Jenner clan. They are open about it and beautiful examples. Kiera Knightley, she is open about it as well. She claims to have had damage from hair dyes, and she prefers to wear wigs instead. Wendy Williams, very open about it. She shares her wig closet, I guess. I haven't watched her show, but I appreciate her being open. Ariana Grande, she claims to have traction alopecia from wearing the high ponytail and some hair loss from damage. And if you remember, traction alopecia is caused by either clips or glue in your hair or anywhere where you get friction. 
And of course, we all know Dolly Parton, who is just beautiful. And she is one of the most secure women I know. I couldn't see anybody ever giving her a hard time about wearing a wig. Nicki Minaj, J-Lo, Katy Perry, Zendaya. And I only had to do a little bit of research to find which celebrities are okay with this. So that makes me feel really great because people are getting more and more honest. Now, there are several celebrities that have worn wigs in movies. The Regina in Mean Girls, can't remember her name. But anyway, she wore a human hair blonde wig. Otis in Devil's Rejects. Elizabeth Taylor in Cleopatra. Now, these are quite a long time ago, but still you get the idea. You can look beautiful in a wig. Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction. Juliana Margulies apparently wore a straight wig for The Good Wife because her hair is curly and they didn't want to spend the time flat ironing it. Scarlett Johansson in Iron Man 2. Lord of the Ring Two Towers had the hugest budget for wigs of any movie ever made. Now, I have not seen it, but those wigs are probably going to be pretty doggone impressive. Claire Danes in Romeo and Juliet wore a wig. She actually had more than one because there was a scene underwater with a special wig to do whatever underwater. I haven't even seen that movie, but I'd like to now that I know about that. But wigs are safe in the pool. There are things you can do to keep your wig on. So I'm kind of curious to know as to what that underwater scene was. Now, we haven't even gotten to the men, and the men are plenty. Going all the way back to Frank Sinatra and John Wayne, it was really important. Oh, Sean Connery, leading men, it was important for them to have really good hair, so they are a few of the people that used hair pieces. Of course, we all know Elton John, very open about it. He is quite frank in saying, I don't like to be bald, so I wear wigs pretty much get over it type of things. And I love him for that. That's quite a few examples there. So sometimes I think that we feel we are all alone and clearly we're not. By taking action, we can all get this stigma thing out of the way. And if you are feeling bad about yourself, to sum it up, a few of the things you can do is when that negative voice starts in your head, just become aware of it and stop yourself, reframe it to the fact that it is, is that you are still beautiful, hair or not, and that there is a solution out there. I see so many women, well, and men too, in this line of work that don't feel as beautiful as they should. One of my superpowers is I see the beauty in you. I know you are beautiful. And I'm going to help you to try and see that through as many ways possible as I can. So when you start talking negatively to yourself, become aware of it. Try and challenge that thought. And you kind of have to make the effort to start to think nicer about yourself. Just getting positive about anything in general can help so, so much. Now, I thought reading affirmations was crap quite a few years ago, but I am going to tell you it is a great place to start 
with just one affirmation a day, you can start to rewire those circuits. Now, it takes a little bit more than one affirmation a day. I will be honest about that, but it is a good place to start. Tell yourself something nice for a change. Buy yourself some flowers. Look at new wigs on the internet. Watch a couple wig reviews. Whatever you can do to reframe your thinking about alternative hair in a more positive direction, it's going to help. Now, if you know somebody that you think this podcast would help, please tell them. Because telling somebody about wearing alternative hair or this podcast and we can all get conversations going. Every woman that admits that she's wearing a wig is doing another one a favor. We are essentially paving the way for each woman that wears alternative hair, and that's a beautiful thing to do. So thank you for listening. Until next time, peace, love, and alternative hair. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email verybestlittlehairhouse.com so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful, perfect, and loved just the way you are.